hello and welcome to another edition of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. You like my mask? Yeah. Do I look silly? Yeah, I think so too. I really do. So I kind of like seeing faces of people. I think we were built to see faces of people. We were created that way and we're meant to see faces of people. And when we wear these goofy things outside in public and we're healthy individuals, I think it's kind of silly. And it's also very hard to understand people. And we've been dealing with that for many months now, over a year now. Um, that's why it's sometimes you can't even understand people on the phone because they're wearing their mask on the phone because they've been told by the media and the government that this mask is making them safer. So here's what I got to say about that. Supposedly these masks are filtering COVID viruses, right? Well, we've talked about particle size of viruses before on this podcast um, when I talked about how masks do not work for filtering viruses, but it says it right on the box. It says bacteria and other particles, but it doesn't say anything about viruses. So why are we still wearing masks? That's what I want to know. Why are we still wearing these things? I really want to know that. So my whole thing is, and I preached it before many times on this podcast, I've got no problem with somebody wearing a mask. It is their individual decision to wear a mask. But when we start making people wear masks, it's a medical device. If it's to prevent COVID transmission, which I don't necessarily believe it does, then it's a medical device. And our government is being told, is telling us to wear a medical device. So what's next? Now we have a vaccine. The vaccine's been out since December. There's six different ones now. And I am not an anti-vaxxer, you know? And one of the things is, is that we get called an anti-vaxxer and I don't like vaccines and I wanna kill other people if I don't necessarily believe in the COVID vaccine. Now, I personally do not think that most individual healthy people could benefit from the COVID vaccine. I get it. If you're in a healthcare worker in a different situation, that might be different. Um, but also, I'm just pro-information. I'm not anti-vaxxer. I'm pro-information. And I want to make sure that when I get a vaccine or put anything in my body for that, for that matter, that it's safe. And I don't, none of these vaccines have been proven by the by the FDA. They went through emergency approval. They have not been proven by the FDA. They've only been out for less than five months now. And there is not enough of a track record to show what the long-term complications could be from the vaccine. Now, if you guys haven't been following the news, the AstraZeneca vaccine over in Europe, it was pulled just a few days ago because it was related, possibly related to blood clots. 37 people in, in with that received that vaccine possibly received got blood clots from the vaccine now they don't know that yet but it was enough to there was enough suspicion to pull the vaccine off the market and here's another thing too with these vaccines these are new vaccines or mrna vaccines and we're calling it a vaccine but think about what it really is if it's an mrna vaccine previously when we discussed vaccine when anytime we discussed vaccines vaccines were literally they were either a live part of the virus, a live virus that was a small dose of it, or it was an attenuated or dead virus that was 
part of the virus so your body could mount an immune response to that. That's not what this is. This, an mRNA vaccine, like with the Pfizer vaccine and the Moderna vaccine, which are mRNA vaccines, they are not vaccines like that. They are gene therapy. Let me repeat that. They're not vaccines like they have been traditionally. It's gene therapy. When it goes into your mRNA and then it can, you know, replicate certain proteins to try to mimic what the virus does or what the virus has as a protein, that is not a virus or a vaccine. That is gene therapy. Now, here's one of the things too. I preach liberty on this show and all my goal is, is to educate and empower individuals to take care of their own health, all right? And um, that means I want you to make an educated decision and I wanna make an educated decision. This is nothing, not wearing a mask, you can say all you want about people being selfish when they don't wanna wear a mask and people being selfish when they don't wanna wear a virus. I just wanna be shown how I want to be shown the science of how we can stop the transmission of, of, of a virus through mask wearing. We have never been shown that science. Viruses spread. That is the fact. Um, they are going to continue to spread. We're not going to stop an airborne virus. And um, I want individuals to make their own educated choice. That's what this all is all about. So when will we stop being able to wear these masks? So now that, you know, I think there's supposed to be like 300 million vaccines by everybody in the United States from what the president of the United States says should have an option to receive the vaccine by May. That is literally only a month away. Can we stop wearing these masks a month from now? I mean, if everybody's vaccinated, why can't we stop wearing the mask, right? So I'm hoping that I'm hoping to educate you, the viewers and the listeners so we can make educated decisions about our own health. And um, another thing is too, is like if, if everybody is vaccinated, or not everybody, but if that many people are vaccinated, we have access to 300 million vaccines, which is most of the country, United States, then, then we reach herd immunity. The virus can't spread anymore in theory. But why are we being told that if we have the vaccine, we still have to wear a mask, we still have to social distance, we still have to, um, um, you know, we, restaurants can't be open with people that have been vaccinated. So where are we going with this? I wanted to say, state this, that when the government mandates we wear a medical device, they can mandate we get vaccines, they can mandate any kind of medical treatment for us, any kind, and they decide for us. So if all of a sudden you have some kind of disease, the government has to tell that can tell you, you have to take this disease, you have to take this medication. Those are facts. Those are facts. If, if they can mandate this, I think 250 years ago in 1776, we got tired as a country of being told what to do by tyrants. I want individual liberty. That's what I want. And that's what I am educating you, the listener and the viewer about. I appreciate you guys so much. Um, and I love seeing your faces. I love seeing faces. I don't like being, I don't like being hid behind a mask. And here's one of the things I want you to think about. Think about this a year ago, a year ago, if we wore one of these masks into a bank, we would be considered a possible criminal. If we wore one of these masks going through a TSA line at an airport, we would be considered suspicious. And now all of a sudden, we're being told that we have to wear them. In my opinion, when you wear a mask, it's like, it's an obvious question. 
What are you hiding? You know, I am not taking anybody's individual liberty away. And I get it. There are sometimes people that are immunocompromised and so on that have to wear a mask or needed to wear a mask. That's one of the problems now. Remember over a year ago when somebody wore a mask, you it was a signal to say, hey, wait a minute. That person might be immunocompromised. They might be on chemotherapy. They might have cancer. They might have um, some kind of immunocompromised disease. And so it would automatically signal you to say, okay, I need to be careful and and social distance or physical distance from them. And that's what you would do. Now that everybody wears a mask, you don't know who's immunocompromised or who could be vulnerable. So I think that it's important that we know these things and that we have individual liberty to make educated decisions. Thank you so much for listening to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. I appreciate it. Every Thursday, we usually stream live from 8 to 9 a.m. And today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to repeat an episode. It's our most popular episode ever. It was with doctor and former Senator Scott Jensen from Minnesota. He is actually running for governor of Minnesota now. Congratulations, Dr. Jensen. And he gave a 30-minute presentation on the vaccine, uh, specifically the Pfizer vaccine, um, because that's all that was out back in December when I interviewed him and it was just coming out. So he gave a specific, he gave a specific interview about that. I am going to share this on our Facebook page, my, the Moses Lake Professional Pharmacy Facebook page and my personal Facebook page. And you guys can follow it and, and watch that video. There's a lot of information in 30 minutes. And again, my goal is to educate and empower consumers to take charge of their own health. Tune in Monday when at 1230 to 1, we have uh, Dr. Carmen Cavella on our show again. She's a plastic surgeon and a um, she's going to be talking about uh, liposuction. And so you don't want to miss that episode. She, we, she's been on this a four-part series of plastic surgery. We've actually added a four, fifth part, actually. And this will be the, the fourth the fourth part. So uh, tune into that. I'm excited to have Dr. Kavali on. And as always, thank you for listening to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. We'll talk to you later.